When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Halfway to 50, it's episode 25 of Flicks Watcher Podcast. I'm still Helen. I like the way you said that, like you're on top of the pops. <laughs> and I'm Kobe. Niche references. Yeah. Welcome to the show. Hope you enjoy it. On this episode of Flix Watcher, we'll be talking about the film Eager, also known as Maki. I was chosen by Helen from The Illusionist podcast and answer me this. Also featuring Matthew Crosby from Pappy's Bangers and Mash and Pappy's Flat Share Slam Down. Eager scores 7.9 out of 10 on the IMDb rating. But guys, stay tuned, of course, for the only scores that matter. That is, of course, the Flix Watcher rating, which you'll get at the end of the show. Enjoy and see you at the end. Come find us on Twitter. Tweet to us. Agree with us. Disagree. We're at FlixWatcherPod. The website FlixWatcher.tv has full listings of each episode and subscribe and reviewers on iTunes. As always, films reviewed in this podcast were available to stream on Netflix UK at the time of recording. There may be bad language and there may be spoilers. You have been warned. You've heard their voices on episodes such as Jet Li's The One and The Talented Mr. Ripley. Those are, that's Jay and Tony, but also they've got other people as Greg and there's Toby as well. Tony and Toby, that's quite confusing, guys. But those guys are the unsung heroes of Flix Watcher Podcast and we really want to send people their way. If you want to be a podcaster and you like the way Flix Watcher sounds, then you need to be in contact with these guys because they do all our editing and make what we do sound good. You know all the ums and ahs that you hear? You what don't ums hear and ahs? Exactly. What ums and ahs? Exactly, because they take them all out and they make it sound awesome. And they've had to deal with didgeridoos, they've had to deal with people hoovering, and they've taken all that out. So we really think these guys are top-notch. If you want to start your podcast, not sure how to edit it, you need to get in contact with these guys. Podcast at glpro.co.uk or on Twitter is at glprouk and tell them that Kobe and Helen sent you and they'll give you 10% off your first order. So give them a shout. Hello and welcome to this episode of Flix Watcher. And today we are joined by Helen and Matt. If you'd like to say hello and uh, let our listeners know where they can find you in the podcast world. I'd love to say hello. 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 You can find me in the podcast world. I am part of a sketch team called Pappies. We do two different podcasts. Pappies Flatshare Slamdown, which is a live panel show where I'm the host and landlord. And Tom and Ben from Pappies are my tenants and we play silly games. And I also do a podcast called Pappy's Baggers and Mash, which is a, we sort of have a little chat and then we listen back to the chat and write sketches based on what we've talked about. It's, yeah, it's good fun. Are there any bangers and mash in it? Are there any actual bangers and mash? Yeah. Are you eating bangers and mash? Yeah. 
Well, since we started doing the podcast, two of us have become veggie. <laughs> so uh, what does that say? <laughs> Put a carrot in the yeah. mash. Yeah, a little, ca- a little carrot. Carrot in the mash or Linda McCartney's a mash. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Linda true. McCartney are a very, very good vegetarian sausage. Are, are, you, are you a veggie as well? I'm not, but I, I was for a while. Did you ever eat the cauldron sausages? I did. I find them a bit weird. Yeah, that's what I like about them. <laughs> they're not sausages and they're not cauldrons. Isn't but there, isn't there a genre, are... there's a genre of sausage as well, which is essentially mash with cheese and leeks in it. It's called something like the kafili sausage or something like that. I can't oh, remember. Well, there's Carnarvon yeah. sausage. I, I've not I've had, I've had a cheese and leek veggie sausage before. I didn't yeah. know it had a name though. Occasionally, you get sort of like you get a veggie sausage that's basically just a load of veg squished together, yeah. peas and carrots and stuff squished together. It's they, a they veggie sort of burger batter. put through a tube. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I'm Helen Zoltz. <laughs> that was the, you wanted me to tee you up for your little bit of chat about. It's the only way I can get in the mood to uh, entertain. I make the podcast, The Allusionist, which is about language, and Answer Me This, which is a comedy podcast about things that our audience ask us. So that's a lot of different topics. Ten years down the line. Ten. The first lady of podcasting. <laughs> you predate uh, Sarah Koenig, don't you, from Serial? Yeah, she was only born like couple of years ago yeah it's just, it's just uh, her voice broke early in her life yeah to be fair to sarah koenig she has been making that kind of show for 20 years and the fact that it's now a podcast i don't think she fully understands she's not really an internet person but yeah i was there first let the record show <laughs> i got the jump on koenig can i ask how much does your blood boil when people mention cereal in interviews with you like is that is that a frustrating thing if they say i loved your show cereal <laughs> <laughs> i just say Thank you, that poor young man. What a what a frustration. Yeah. Or that poor young woman's family. That's that's the go anywhere. You do, depending on whether they think he did it or not, the interviewer. And then I try and spoil. I, I give them some fake spoilers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> fake spoiler. He did it. Yeah. My intention wasn't to make your blood boil there. Just... No. No, that wasn't me. And again, it wasn't my intention to make it seem like you were doing that. <laughs> you listen to the, over there. You're listening to the politeness podcast. Where yeah. We apologise to each other. This is the thing you can't even really portray Kobe as doing a sly blood boiler because it just doesn't seem to be in your nature to uh, to elicit that kind of response. Too nice a dude. Too nice. Oh, thank you. Well done. Well, talking about nice guys fighting bad guys, I don't know. <laughs> but that's a horrible way. Like, yeah, well, I was going to say, either you're the bad guy or Helen's the bad guy because... Well, let's see which Helen throws Matthew through a plate glass window. I think if I mention Adam Sandler to this Helen, then I will be thrown through a plate glass window. But we yeah, can t- seen... We've got an embargo. We've got... <laughs> so we're talking about, well, initially it was eager, but yeah. on Netflix has changed to Marky. Yes. And this is your choice. Yes. This film has many names. It is also known as Nan-E. They, all the names mean the fly or the housefly. I originally saw it on August the 8th, 2016, when it was on Netflix as Eager, which is, um, it was a film, it was a bilingual film filmed in Tamil and Telugu, an Indian language. And also there are some lines that are in English. I don't know why. But the version that is now on Netflix is called Maki because that is the Hindi dub. Yeah. And I think that has changed the experience quite a lot because it's so obviously that the sound design is really bad now because you're just like, that noise is not coming out of that person because the, the spatiality of it is totally wrong. But let that not ruin the experience of this <laughs> film for you, which I will call eager because that is how I first encountered it. What happened on the 8th of August uh, 2016 was I moved out of the flat where I'd been living for 10 years, two and a half of which Matthew was there too. Hello. I did not want to move. And so, and moving is shit. So it was a bad day. And and we were moving into my brother's attic temporarily, although six months later, we're still there. And uh, we set up our beds and we set up our TV. And at that point, we were just 
too tired to move. It had been so draining, like clearing out our flat for weeks and, and reeling from Brexit as well was debilitating. And for some reason, Netflix recommended Eager. And I've no idea why, because we hadn't wa- been watching Indian films and we'd also not been watching films in the genre that this is, which is romantic comedy revenge dramas. <laughs> Are there many of those films that... I, I mean, I've, it's the first I've seen. Ferris Bueller's Day Off sort of is one with the headmaster. Yes, but it's not. That's not the. That's a, that's a B plot, isn't it? It's not the. It's not the A plot. Oh yeah. There's no B plot in this. Is there? There's... No, there's. A, there's it's a, a, a plot. Yeah, yeah. yeah it the... does have similarities to B movie though. The I've Jerry Seinfeld. Seen, I've still not seen that. Actually. We. we I, I feel like. I mean, let's talk about the film first. All right. We can, this is the plot of the film. Of. The hero is murdered by a love rival and is then reincarnated as a fly. And seeks his revenge. And I don't think that's too spoilerific because that all happens in the first act. Yep. It is a very eventful film. <laughs> and I think, also, I think eventful is selling it short, Helen. It's, it's, it's there's there's so much going on. There is so much going on because there are also sometimes there are songs. There's a workout sequence where the fly is bulking up for this Brilliant. task. It is for not there are a lot of action sequences, and it does flip from just like ridiculous comedy to something really horrible and serious. And you can tell that because most of it is shot like an ad for Gala Bingo or something where yeah, it's like very candy hyper, colour. Hypersaturated, yeah. Yeah, super colourful. And then very occasionally the film will all be like bluey grey, which is when someone is murdered or someone is grieving. And it was... So I was, I was, I was flat out knackered on moving day and we watched this thing and I just loved it so hard because it's fucking crazy like you just can't it it was a bit of a disappointment to me watching it again for this purpose to realize that it is at the very beginning it is uh, posited as a parent telling their child a story about a fly yeah which never comes back no. again again because we, we we were having a chat before uh we started recording about princess bride and that sort of that's what the, yeah. the the sort of premise of that is, but it keeps coming back to the boy in bed reading a yeah, story. Because this William is... Goldman didn't he didn't want to have to write every plot beat in the Princess Bride, so him having Peter Falk shut the book, going, "Oh, you don't want me to carry on," was his way of just getting through, like past some yeah. sequences he didn't leaping write. ahead. But this is literally at the start of it. You hear a, an old man's voice and a and a, and a, a boy and oh God, I couldn't I couldn't yeah. tell it's a, a child, a youngling. I mean, you know, Jed is a construct anyway. Tell me so, a story, tell me a story. But it's... Uh, You're yeah. annoying as a fly. Oh, that gives me an idea. And you're like, why would you tell this story to a child? Yeah, there's a lot of... That's kind of... Yeah. A lot of horrendous killing and... It's not the classic bedtime story. No. no. If the child can sleep after that two-hour-long story, then... Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, also, as well, I, I realised that the version we saw on Netflix, I know you said it's been edited, there's been it's been redubbed. I went on Wikipedia and the running time of the actual film is like two, four, two hours 40. So they, they've clearly lopped out 40 minutes somewhere in the version we saw because the one I saw was 1.59. Can you remember what, can you remember, are there any notable sequences were missing? Were there any bits that, I, I just... The I core didn't... of it was still there. Yeah. <laughs> in that the first act is, but there, was, there are really only three characters you need to concern yourself with. There is the hero, Jani. Or nanny, depending on which yes, uh, translation. That's weird because in the subtitles of the of the Hindi dub, he was still Jani, but it's nanny, I think, ostensibly in the Hindi version. And the name of the actor is Nanny, right? So Sudeep plays Sudeep. Well, 
get to Sudip. Well, we'll get to Sudip in a second, but it's it's quite weird that they are playing their own names. Because yeah. only one of them is a cold-blooded billionaire killer. But he's playing himself. <laughs> <laughs> but, anyway, but anyway, Johnny, he has been in love with a very pretty lady from across the street for two years. The night he's finally getting somewhere with her, he gets murdered by a man called Sudip. And Sudip is played by the film star Sudip, who's been in <laughs> 70 films in 20 years. He is oh, wow. prolific. He's really and good as well. He does some incredible acting opposite nothing because he is tormented by the fly for most of the film. So he basically spends it flailing around, doing like body swerves and stuff like that. He's very good at it. It put me in mind of Bruce Campbell's performance in Evil Dead 2 when he's basically wrestling his own hand. You know, it's a lot of physical stuff where there's a guy who, yeah, you're right. There's no fly. Yes. <laughs> so he's just lots of and and obviously once you've sort of wiped you you know battered away a fly from your nose, that's pretty much the one thing that we've all got or battered away from here. But he he manages to do different stuff each time. Yeah. Like every time he he finds new and inventive ways to bat away an imaginary fly. And I'd say probably if you did a supercut of all of him batting away flies, half an hour. 25 minutes, that's half they, an hour. That's what they cut, Good part of that's what they yeah. cut out was another half hour of it batting away. More very impressive physical acting. But anyway, <laughs> both these men are in love with a lady called Bindu, who firstly works for an NGO, and that's how she meets Sudeep, because he donates 1.5 million rupees so that she'll be into him. But she also makes tiny sculptures out of things like grains of rice or pencil stubs. And this is significant because when your love is reincarnated as a fly, you have to communicate with them on a microscopic level. She makes them like a little house with like couches and stuff. They play hide and seek at one stage, which yeah. is adorable. Yeah. I don't they don't show any sex scenes, which I think is for the best. Actually I read an interesting <laughs> piece by a woman. She said generally films in Tegalu portray really unhealthy scenarios for women. Like there's a lot of violence, say, that not many women who are like in control or in a good situation. And so she appreciated the fact that in this film it's different. Like obviously this woman is grieving her murdered boyfriend and then she's in love with a fly it's not necessarily the healthiest it's not healthy but but you don't feel like you don't feel like she's just a female patsy like she she does have a character she does have agency yeah and she is an important she's an important agent in the revenge plot yeah once she finds out that the fly isn't just a fly, it's her ex-boyfriend. Which, you know, is difficult to communicate, isn't it? When you're a fly. You've got to tell them how they how she, how she finds out. Please, Matthew, please. <laughs> She's crying and the, her tears are going on the desk and in front of her in, in the charity where she works. And so the fly sort of scuttles along and uses the tears to write, I am Janny Reborn. <laughs> and I mean, but she goes with it. I mean, if he's able to do that, that's pretty impressive. Yeah. And I like how they set it up. So, the villain is the first person you meet in this film, Sue Deep. And you know that he's a villain straight away because he's clay pigeon shooting, which he does every day. Yeah. And he has a big gun collection. He's always going after women that are involved with other people. And he wears sunglasses in the dark and he shoves people out the way. So classic villain. And he has a, like, a load of men that just stand around to be like abused by him and... I don't know, like... Carry out his deeds. Carry yeah, out his deeds. Yeah, henchmen, basically. At one point, yeah. collect flies... Yeah, or modify his house so that no flies can get in. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but it's it's so it's so effective the way that a humble fly can torment a very rich man. Well, you almost get the feeling that like if the fly wasn't in the movie, you could. It's basically a, a man's portrayal of a man's descent into madness, isn't it? It's like he's basically going insane, like he can't sleep. So if there was no like all of his friends, all of his henchmen don't think there is a fly. 
They don't know that there's there really is a reincarnated the man the man he killed with his bare feet. That's an amazing scene as well. He kills him with his feet, takes his shoes off and says, "I want to kill you with my feet, so I can really feel the life coming out of your body." And then you see the life coming out of his body is like a blue thing, and it goes into a flight. Yeah, there's there's some there's some special effects in this film. Should we should we talk about a CG? Um, in fact, I know before that, we go into I know CGI, that this upsets you. I want to see what Helen said. She's been noticeably quiet. And I can sense there's a... I feel like I've watched a completely different film, but I'm pretty sure it was the same one. Did you actually watch a different was there, film? Was there no fly in the movie you saw? Because in which case, <laughs> you watched the wrong film. No, I did watch it. And it kind of... There's a film... I can't quite think of what the film is that it reminds me of, but there's a lot of things in that I've seen it before. Is it a fever dream that it reminds you of? <laughs> Time you had the flu and you thought a fly was talking to you through the medium of tears. <laughs> no, but I kind of wish that I'd had that experience rather than watching this. I mean, it's... <gasps> It sets itself up to be quite zany and, you know, kind of weird. It's not, it's not the weirdest film I've seen. And no, because you, in fact, Kobe emailed and said, "Oh, you, you found the film really weird." And I, 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 this is before I'd seen it. Yeah. And I watched it, expecting it to be weirder than it was. Yeah, it's not. Really Once very you weird. get over the, the slightly weird premise, it's executed in a fairly conventional way. Yeah. But I found that a very enjoyable way, and you clearly. No, I just found there's no subtlety in it at all, and every, <laughs> no, everything. No, no. Is hammered it's home. Not, it's not trying to be subtle. Yeah. That is not a virtue that it wishes to have. And I think when I watch film, I don't really... If this was made as a remake, as an American blockbuster with whoever faceless American in it, I would feel probably about the same towards it, that it's it's not really a film that I got much from it. And it is very long, even... I, 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 it, it whizzed by. I, I, I actually ended up having to watch it in two, two sittings, but that's only because I, I had to work. But I, it, it really did, it really did nip along. And for a two-hour movie, it didn't feel like two hours because it's so action-packed. And I'm not an action fan at all. I don't like, you know, I don't like, you know, guns and explosions, those kind of movies. And this has got guns and explosions. Yeah, car but chase, it also has fly a, chase. It also has a fly weightlifting. So <laughs> and dancing and dancing and also as well, like I hadn't seen. I've got to say, I hadn't seen a lot of Indian cinema. No, almost any Indian cinema. So I, I, I was interested that it breaks a lot of rules of direction. It breaks a lot of cinematic rules. It breaks the 180 rule. So you end up, it's very disorientating to watch it. In the same way that like Indian music breaks a lot of Western music conventions, it, it feels like it's shot in a, in, a, in, a, in a weird and different way. It feels like that's not important to them. So like you always know what you're supposed to be looking at on screen yes. and it's not meant to look great it's just informational i felt the framing of things but there is one moment that i really enjoyed which when he's trapped inside the bubbles yes which is amazing like if there'd been more of that and less of well, well, wait, maybe people. you should watch just the 40 minutes yeah. they cut out which i think is probably things you can do when you're a fly yeah, yeah. there's a lot of i think there's more fly's eye view of stuff Maybe they do the full two weeks it takes for a fly to reach maturity from the egg, which I saw some commenters complaining about. They're like, oh, it's too quick when he becomes a fly again. Because <laughs> of lava, blah, blah, blah. Bear in mind that if you're complaining about that, then you, you've got to surely complain about the fact that there's a human reincarnated as a fly. <laughs> Although we've got. And again, a woman who's into it. We've got Eager up here on Google Images, and it looks like it says now in 3D. So maybe there was, maybe the stuff that got cut out was. A lot uh, of 3D stuff of the fly flying. I mean, I bet it would be fantastic to watch in 3D. I don't know, really. It reminded me a bit of like a, a first-person shooter computer game. Yeah, it felt like a, a computer the, game. A lot of the flies I view. And that felt like the aesthetic as well. Like everything 
everything looks artificial, not just the CGI, the things that are real yeah. look like bad CGI. I think this, the super saturation kind of puts on that. It was like an MTV, it was like a, a music video gone, yes. gone nuts half She the time. does have permanent Beyonce hair. She has, and she also, she goes to sleep wearing a polo shirt and jeans. <laughs> <laughs> Probably still got her trainers on as well. Yeah, if you're thinking breaches of reality, how is about... That not, is that the biggest one? Is that yeah. not how... Uh, I mean, it was just weird that... I mean, this, sorry. This it's a bit like Ghost, isn't it? It's weird in the... Yeah, it's yeah. a bit like Ghost, yeah. That's true, actually. It's weird in the way that that guy was following her around for two two years. Like a, yeah, what a creep. It's like, dude, just let it go. But I think... Well, because we'll she, she talks about when after he's he's dead, obviously, and she's very upset about it. She says, oh, I teased him for two years. I think there's an element of kind of lovemaking kind of foreplay almost between the two of them. Two years. Like, for two years. Fair enough, you know, it's, I, 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 don't, I, don't, I don't know. But that seems like it's, it seems like they, they are both in on it when he's there. You know, there's a bit where he, he uses a satellite dish with a bit of foil in it to allow her to work late at night by shining a light on her. And she sort of is delighted by that and then shuts the curtains like in a... She, the, the, I found in their a very relationship, honourable way. I so everything they do is very... Yes. And I, that's what I loved about it. It was very sweet and charming. And him, you know, there's there's a few songs in it. There aren't that many. There's quite a lot of, which also is, I, 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 also I loved the, what's what's happening in the movie is explained by people singing it to mm. you. But that's not, like a lot of musicals, isn't it? But no, not by people in the film singing it to you, by, by the, the incidental music going, he is now in a car driving towards his love. You know, like, yeah. you know, like that. that's the, which I think is, is, is brilliant. Like when... Like when <laughs> when Yardi is it when when Nanny comes back, they they're like, he is back. Yeah, here he is. <laughs> Life is back, and it's like we know we're watching the film as well. Yeah, and he goes, I'm a fly. I'm a fly. <laughs> <laughs> but there was some amazing lyrics. Actually, is this the sort of lack of subtlety you didn't enjoy, Helen? There, there was quite a long workout and dance sequence Montage, by the fly, yeah. and the lyrics were stuff like. I'm a fly, don't misjudge me. I'm the messenger of your death. I'm a fly, I'm a fly, I'm a fly, I'm a fly. You cannot stop me. A single drop of poison can do its job. This is the universal matter before the Big Bang. Soundtrack available on Arista Records. And then, then there yeah. was one where... Lin-Manuel Miranda. Has... Yeah, watch out. <laughs> I'm a fly, I'm a fly. And then there was one which was like, there are 10 things I must do. One, I must kill you. Two, I must kill you. <laughs> oh, I love that. That's like times. a Ramstein kind yeah. of song. <laughs> <laughs> but I, that's... That goofiness, I really enjoyed. And in fact, the only bit of, of that sort of thing that I didn't enjoy was at the end, it ends with a disco song where like... like it like ends Minions. Like, it ends like a Minions type or like a Madagascar type thing where he just sings a song about what a brilliant fly he is. It's sort of, setting, sort of setting it up like there'd be a sequel because he comes, you know, he's killed and he comes back from the dead, spoiler alert. As another fly. Uh, as another fly, which doesn't seem fair. Is that how reincarnation works? Is it, is it on the karmic thing? Because it suggests that he's a pretty bad person if he's reincarnated as a fly. That's true. I, didn't, I hadn't thought of that as a, as a sort of morality deal, but he is the hero, isn't he? What's Sudeep going to be reincarnated as if the, if the reasonably good, you know, romantic lead is? But I that, dog shit. I thought that final scene where he's singing about fudged the rest of the film for me because he doesn't like it became it, it became the the moment where he was like celebrating being a fly and celebrating himself when actually up to that point he'd been celebrating his love for his for for for, for bindu and his revenge you know his his, his desire to get revenge uh, on, on sadeep so it felt like oh no you're not you're not a goofy singing fly you're a character with agency not a character who lo loves themselves and i thought that song 
I was watching it going, oh, I was really disappointed you've ended your movie this way. I oh, know. Did that not? Did that not chime with you? Did that not? Well, was that not? I was disappointed at the end because it seemed to me that Bindu would reject any human suitor and always be in love with a fly, and I just thought that's a pretty miserable life. That's too sad, isn't it? Because, but it's you like like in truly madly deeply. At the end, she's kind of released from being in love with dead Alan Rickman, and she's moved on yes. to the other, the living human Michael Maloney, and and so there's kind of a relief that she's she's you know she's got over the previous relationship with someone she can't have anymore because he's dead. Maybe. Whereas this disastrous, like, is she going to fuck a fly? Well, this is it. Maybe the maybe this forty minutes they cut out was her constructing <laughs> a tiny little harness with a <laughs> enormous life size strap on on it. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, "I'm sorry, I'm, I've got very strong legs. You've seen the workout scene, but I can't lift this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. Sorry, Helen. I'm now apologising for saying that as well. Would you fuck a fly if you were in love with him? No. Man, there's the thing. It's it is it is a sad story for her because she literally waits till the last minute. Well, she doesn't know it's the last minute, but she finally gives in and then sends yeah so sends me text. Him. The moral she is, sends text saying, but then her first text is I love you. Yeah, bit keen as an opening gambit. What isn't after it? two years? Two years. Yeah, but come on, I love you after and like they've not had a kiss yet. Let's yeah, yeah. that's true actually. Yeah, it's like Cher says, isn't it? The only way you know doesn't it imply so. that that some kind of marriage agreement has been arranged yeah. as well. Yeah, but we they've agreed sort of to marry. I don't know. I don't know if we know the ins and outs of the arranged relationship status in this part of India based on this film. Does it, is it a two-year courtship and then turn into a fly? I feel like he didn't know that it was a done deal. I felt like he was like, he thought she probably did like him and he had tremendous persistence, but I don't think he knew that at the end of two years he was going to cash in <laughs> and, and get to marry her for realsies. I, I mean, like, I did actually quite enjoy it, although I wish that the CGI was just better because there's so much there was so much resting on the flies CGI aspects of it. I think I thought that some of the flies' movements were quite good, but I assumed the aesthetic that they chose was deliberately. Yeah, I thought like the CGI that. was one of the least worst things about it. It kind of had a charm that worked <laughs> yeah. within yeah, the con was... the context of it, and it was the, the the fly the fly eye bit that was quite fun. Fly eye bit. Yeah, I mean, when you see, see it from their yeah. point of view, the fly's point of view, yeah. nanny the fly point of view. It's a bit like watching a big 90s action film where they've just learned all those techniques and well, it's, yeah, this they're is what using I mean, all of though. them. I mean, have you seen the most recent Star Wars film? I haven't. Well, they, well, they bring uh, Grand Moff Tarkin, played by, I can't remember his name, but they bring him back to life in the CGI form, Peter Cushing, mm -hmm. and they bring him back to life in CGI form, and they use it all the time in a film, but if they'd used it sparingly, it wouldn't have really been a problem. Sure. And I think here, because it was front and center, well, it's the main cat. It's the main character. I just kind of got, I just got kind of tired about it, tired of it. And to, when I saw, when you see the early kind of CGI films like Jumanji, and you see the CGI in those, you just kind of think, why did you do that at the time? Yeah, or in like the the Star Wars one to three, yes. where they've just got like a robot army where all of them are the same. Like there's no non-conformity that would make it look more real. Yeah. Are you saying that you found it less believable because of the CGI? I did, yes. The CGI took you out of the experience. It did, I was like, if, if that looked like a real blue bottle, then yeah. I'd be quite happy with but a he's blue a, bottle with a mask. Like, he's a sort of, but he's a designed character, isn't he? Rather than just looking like a fly. I, I thought he acted much better than the entire cast. I mean, you preferred him as a fly. I think so, yeah. Well, that's it as well, because he, he doesn't, like the, the guy who plays 
the guy who plays Nani is a bit of an idiot, really. He's very boy band, isn't he? He doesn't have any. Di- like, got no personality. He doesn't have any dialogue once he comes a fly either. No. So he got some songs that he expresses himself oh, that's, through. That's true. Very yeah. bloodthirsty. I'm, I'm back. <laughs> 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 yeah, he doesn't have much to say, but then flies aren't renowned for their breadth of vocabulary and expression. So he has to find a new way to sort of express his feelings and how he's going to do things without having to use song or words. Yeah. That's true. So he uses he crashes a car into into the ditch. And then uses the uses the sand laden windshield to write "I will kill you." Yeah. Although it really freaks him out. Yeah. He's an ingenious fly. What's that like though? When you when you get a star in like the guy who plays him, and you're like, you're the lead character in this film, but you are only in a quarter of it. I imagine he was delighted. Really? Yeah. You just you 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 show up for a quarter of the shoot, and then you go home, and you still collect the fee. You're still in the film. Yeah. I would like to see more films with Sadiq in. Actually, I think. Well, there are seventy. So. Well, you exactly. Can. Now <laughs> I found out. <laughs> Sixty nine to go. I thought he was a really good villain. I thought he was a really like. He played it to the hilt. He he was he was again cartoony and melodramatic, but I I, I really and he was he committed. He was very funny and very charming with it, but I thought. I thought he was absolutely brilliant. I would, I definitely watch. You'd not. It was not, the not best s- acting against a fly I had seen in a long time. Yeah. Do you think they they did that thing where they wave a tennis ball in front of the actor and then Maybe they got like a fly on a stick or something? Yeah, yeah. yeah they... Or whether they were just like, we'll put the fly in after. Just go where, go where the inspiration takes you, Sudeep. Exactly. Well, it's Sudeep, isn't it? Presumably. He know. just does what he likes. I've not seen his other films. Do you think he's a specialist at insect work? <laughs> <laughs> he's, he plays one of the parents in an adaptation of Kafka's Metamorphoses. Well, there is a, there is an aspect of like you know if you want to go highbrow, there is an aspect of there. There is a point in the movie where he's like, it doesn't matter that I'm never going to be a human again. In fact, that grieving process is pretty small. He's like. It doesn't matter that I'm not going to ever be a human. I'm going to get back together with this girl. I'm going to tell her I'm alive. I'm going to kill the guy who killed me. He sort of assimilates into being a fly in a surprisingly quick amount of time. Yeah, well, you you, you have to. Oh, the flies reach maturity so much faster than humans, so maybe their emotional maturity How increases as well. How long does fly live? Well, this one did pretty well to, to escape death so many times. I read a book once by David Garnett, who was a member of the Bloomsbury set. It was called Lady into Fox, and it's about a man whose wife turns into a fox. Can't remember why. Don't I don't think she's murdered and reincarnated. And he tries to keep the marriage going for quite a while but like she just becomes more and more fox-like and so she's not into him because foxes aren't into being married to humans so maybe that would have happened to him eventually he would have been like be don't like, really care about the rice sculptor woman anymore there's a lovely pile of shit over there that I want to go and sit on <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah <exactly. laughs> but uh, could they remake it like would it be is it too ridiculous a premise to be to get like a Hollywood they reworking? remade it in other countries i think oh, did oh really they? i think they did or or they've managed to redub it in pretty much every language the dubbing wasn't a problem for me i didn't notice really? it because i was focusing on the subtitles so, yeah. it is quite noticeable it is when i i was trying to understand what was going on a bit because something just kind of didn't sit right with me and i didn't realize it was overdubbed from te- from uh, from tamil to yeah. to hindi yeah so um, much so that the the version the the mahi version was less successful than the version that you saw helen Rightly, because they haven't done it. As, they haven't done the sound design work. <laughs> They've done all that CGI work and neglected the sound. Like you can't be convinced when the sound is obviously tacked on so arbitrarily. Yeah, that's why you thought the visuals were not realistic. <laughs> so we should have hunted out Ego rather than Mackie. Well, I, I think that's all we were. I think to, I, wasn't I, I don't know why Netflix <laughs> gave us Ma- Mackie after it had already given us Ego. Surely they maybe should it have thought both. we wouldn't notice the difference. 
yeah, well, it thought wrong, didn't it? <laughs> Wasn't expecting this level of scrutiny. Has it recommended, so you watched it a little while ago on Netflix, has it recommended other films of that ilk and have you entered into any of these? I I have not been recommended any other romantic comedy revenge dramas featuring insects, <laughs> featuring a strong insect lead. No. I meant more Indian films, not specifically their plot of... No, it hasn't. And I don't know why it recommended this one, but I, I'm pleased it did. I'm convinced, I'm convinced they just have a wild card. Yeah. They just throw it there, just throw it in there. See what happens. Yeah, and, and, then, you, and you took it. You took the bait. And then it goes back to recommending that documentary about Chipotle that I will never watch. <laughs> or, or maybe it's that your your viewing habits are so erratic that Netflix was going. Well, I don't know this, <laughs> and you're like, yeah, all right. Like, well, we still can't guess. Well, maybe, maybe my viewing habits are just so predictable, and they're like, well, we've run out of episodes of RuPaul's Drag Race. <laughs> uh, no, I never got into that. We've run out of things uh, containing the cast members of Burning Love. Oh yeah, of course. Even though there are lots of them and lots of them on Netflix. True. Mm. I I, do, I I would like to watch more films like this though. That's so why more more Indian films and more Indian films, more like big Indian melodramas. This was a yeah. very it's, successful film. It was it was it was brilliant, and I and I imagine sorry Helen going to see this in a <laughs> it, like in a cinema. You know, we'll get onto that in a bit, but I imagine going to see it in a cinema would have been a really exciting experience. It was like I mean I don't watch any action films, so this is. This felt like a really action-packed action film. This is what just people's real lives are like, Matthew. You're missing action <laughs> yeah, that's just it. because of your sheltered life. In the Tamil region of India, this is just how it works. But when we, how, how much do you guys watch foreign films anyway? Well, when I say foreign films, just films with subtitles. Well, this is the problem because I'm usually doing something else when I watch something. Either I'm writing or researching or I'm doing craft. So I can't have my eyes on the screen enough to watch the subtitle thing. So I have a lot stacked up that I want to watch yeah. and I haven't. I go to the pictures to watch those because then you've got undivided attention. Like I saw Tony Erdman over the weekend. I saw Tony Erdman, I saw Tony Erdman on Saturday. Did you watch it? it I did. Picture House Central? Yes, I did, yeah. <gasps> oh, wow. Go on. Dun, what, dun, what, dun. what performance? It was like 12... No, it was like 1.30, something like that. One forty-five. Yeah. Oh. That's amazing. Oh, We're in the same cinema. Oh. You could have been sat next know. to each other and you didn't know. <laughs> Pleasure. Oh, the shaking um, hands. That's done that on Saturday. Isn't that weird? To yeah, be in absolutely. This, like, Simon Mayer was in the foyer. Really? Was same, he? Yeah, I went to I went up to, I went up to him and said uh, hello to Jason Isaacs. If you if you have you've never watched, you've never heard this podcast. Either, no, I don't no. listen to that. If you even if you haven't Yours heard the only film podcast. You, you still know the Jason Isaacs thing. It would have seeped yeah. into your consciousness eventually. How did he take it? He said, "Thank you very much. I'll let him know when I see him." You need. Have you got a, a catchphrase for this show yet? We'll stick like that. Go fuck yourself, Adam Sandler. I think it is. <laughs> Great. <laughs> but that's not PG. Oh, okay, we'll have to think about one. Maybe yeah. think about if you guys could take think a of running catchphrase. jump, Adam Sandler. Try, try harder, Adam Sandler. Try harder. Okay. Be, be more good. Be more good. Yeah. What did you think of Tony Erdman? By the way, I know we're not. I uh, loved it. In no way similar. Loved it. And for a three-hour-long film, when someone three says three hours, it's two forty-two. It's yeah. not oh, three hours. For so two two-hour forty-two film, which is a German comedy, that 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 setup should be ridiculous. Yeah. But it was. Uh, I loved it. I saw three films that day. It was Moonlight, Tony Erdman, Tony Erdman and 20th Century Women. And they're all fantastic films. So I really want to see Moonlight. That's yeah. fantastic. Yeah, I'd like to see all three of those. Yeah. That's the problem now. You wait for ages for good stuff to come to the cinema and then all the Oscar films come in, in and, the, and, and suddenly you're like, well, if I, could, if I watch that that day and then I, I, maybe I'll go and see two films that day. And it just, you get backed up, don't you? Absolutely. So or, you, just... or you make the wrong, like I watched Lion and I didn't really, I thought it was I thought it was good. Should I wait for a plane journey to oh, see? Oh, totally. I was told that I had no heart because I wasn't crying at the end of it. I really liked it, and there's a few things that really resonated with me in line. We'll get back to Mackie in a bit. Kids, just hold tight. Sure. <laughs> have you have you seen um, Hidden Figures? No, I want to watch that. I want to watch that and 
fences before the Oscars. I haven't seen out. Manchester by the Sea, either, which I've heard is. Uh, I don't care. It's like. I heard it's amazing. But Hidden Figures, I had a really, really good watching it in a cinema experience with right. that. I think it's. I think it's a great story that deserved a better film. Like it's a bit of a conventionally made film. But I watched it in Oakland with a oh, small wow. but very, very attentive audience who are badly served by films. And this one has three black women in the leads doing very intellectual jobs. And all of that was very satisfactory. So every time there was like a bit of civil rights breakthrough, they'll be like, yep. And, and like clap politely or be oh, like, amazing. Mm-hmm. and I was like, this is absolutely tremendous like the the fact that they're like well finally yeah totally. yeah and it was it was so great and at the end they just seemed beside themselves well I, the, my problem i had with lion was that they say at the start based on a book the long journey home and you go ah so he gets home <laughs> <laughs> thanks for telling us the ending of the movie i mean i didn't i know it's based on a true story yeah but you but know like I... when you go home on the night bus matthew and you're hammered you get home you don't necessarily know how you got there was it like that no it was not like that it's he it, it's basically guy gets separated from his family boy boy, boy. very very little and an amazing performance from the kid boy gets separated from his family and then grows up for google earth to exist <laughs> and then he goes and so the, the big climactic scene where he finds his family is him going click oh click oh click oh there they are and you oh. go like oh come on mate that's you can't it's hard i mean the, and it's the problem of it being a true story which also interestingly ego is also based on a true story <laughs> just to bring it a back to goes, a rich man goes mad thinking there's a fly yeah. billionaire i i don't know what is anything uh, what yeah what i'd like to say is bring it back to subtitles and films been, been yes, yes well, oh, yeah. well, subtitles in films well, do yeah. you watch subtitled so, films and the subtitles answer is films. sometimes so like I, I, watching subtitles in films doesn't bother me at all, but I've not watched many Indian films like you said. When I was a kid, my one of my best friends was Pakistani, so I used to see Bollywood films in the background, and I always just thought they were a bit random. But I, I think I should, I think I'd like to watch more Indian-based films because I just I watched lots of South American films, lots of European films, and I don't know why for people in the Western world the Indian side of the the of the world is kind of underserved yeah. you're right it doesn't really seem to ever kind of it's it's very rarely uh, you, you wouldn't imagine eager would be in like best foreign film at no. the oscars you no. know something well, like um, monsoon wedding monsoon yeah, wedding that's yeah. what i've seen but then like miranair was living in the states i think for a long time before she even made that and then i remember there was um there was a bollywood film called lagan that was like a pretty big hit I in 2001 yeah, but yeah. it's like it's about cricket and it's nearly four hours long. Yeah. So I struggled with that. But all of those films like are really different to each other and to this film. So like we're probably missing a lot of good stuff. Well, also this is not. Cl- this is a this exceptional is a, film. This is Sorry, a pop- Helen. It's a popcorn movie, isn't it? It's yeah. clearly it's a movie that I imagine not the whole family, but you know you could imagine young people going to see this, but also families going to see it as but well. Actually, a family could watch this because. Well, it's quite it's violent. A bit violent. That's the only it thing. is violent, but it's, but it's stupid violent. I don't know, like no. a, a guy getting know. his windpipe crushed by a man's bare foot is not stupid oh, yeah, violence. No, no. I was th- sorry, I was thinking of the fly, like making a car crash. Well, well, I think what was interesting about that is that, that that's very cartoony until you sort of see the real world consequences of like car Shadid getting a horrible. face full of glass where he's like mm. plucking bits of glass out of his eye. You know, it's it wasn't really. Or, or even just a bit like which you see coming a mile off where he puts a needle through Sadiq's foot. Yeah, it was it was horrible. It was like really even okay, not for all the family, yes. just for like bloodthirsty members of the yeah. family. It was very it was the bloodthirsty children. It was pretty yeah, gory. Ch- I I could take much more gore when I was a child than when I was an adult because when I was an adult I just understood the effects of harm and pain and death. 
much more. So just Helen, did you find it? Was it what was it that like? Was it the cheesiness of it that it didn't? I think so. Yeah, it... I mean, the product placement in any film is kind of a big turn off for me. Right. And uh, this was just trying to get you to buy flies. <laughs> <laughs> well, also, you know, try to take, make you not take your bins out. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> They're a struggling NGO and yet they've all got MacBooks. It's kind of, you know, they need all these donations and yet they've got... Maybe the Red Cross dropped them... Yeah, from, from the air, thing like that. A food parcel with MacBooks in it. I mean, I've, I've, I've got nothing against films with animated insects. I was quite a big fan of the uh, film Joe's Apartment. Oh, the MTV movie? Yeah. yeah, yeah about the cockroaches yeah, that sort kind of turn of the lights on yeah. for him. And sing, wow. sing, yeah. They have like little sing and dances and, you know, they live in the apartment and... That kind of reminded me when there's the the rocky sequence with the fly with that, but it's just I had no no invested interest in the characters. I didn't really care how they ended up. I mean, the bad guy is pretty horrible, pretty revulsive. So you know, it's, I just didn't really care what, how he died. And there are limitations to what a fly can do in terms of inflicting pain and taking revenge. Well, they really, they they really do, push those they limits. They do all of them, don't like, they? I do they quite do. like how, you know, he's obviously sent him mad to the point where he kind of ends up inflicting all the physical pain upon himself because of his, his madness, and that's quite clever. But it it's just so heavy-handed in its, in its acting and everything that it didn't... It just, it didn't really interest me. It's... It was like a human cartoon, which I, th- so I, was, I would sort of allow it to be heavy-handed. I mean, the CGI is very cartoon. Like, again, it did, mm. it was it, it was an element of like B-movie, you know, the Jerry Seinfeld thing when he, it's basically a bee and a girl who fall in love with that, you know, without any of the violence. But there is that weird thing of like, yeah, it's just very funny about the girl going, oh, you're a fly now. I don't think. Okay. Yeah, I can <laughs> I can roll with that. I don't think I at any point was emotionally invested in what happened to the characters. I think what I was invested in was just what the fuck is happening with this film? Yeah. What is going on in the mind of whoever conceived this like fevered madness? So I think if I'd gone in expecting to care about what happened, then then I may have been as disappointed as you. But on that score of just seeing like some absolutely batshit stuff uh, being on because I think it was just like one of the guys who made it just like said a joke to someone one day like oh what if you were murdered and reincarnated as a fly and then they just like ended up making that a couple of years later I think it was a father son project yeah. I'm not sure which way around but yeah I think the son directed it and the father wrote it interesting family <laughs> <laughs> yeah um, but usually but usually films that I watch I would want it to be character led and emotions led but this it was just purely spectacle and derangement what the fuck? Yeah, yeah it was led by the what the fuck the i love the way that she did once she realized he was a fly and got quickly over the fact that he's a fly and they she, she used her micro art skills to make a gas mask for him yeah and also like claws which she used to dig into that was Sadiq. amazing she made like tiny little razor blade claws yeah. for him to go and slash up sadeep's face and yeah. do tap dance and also do the tap dance as well yeah um, yeah, that was that was. I thought that was brilliant. It was really, really fun and really inventive, and it was a bit kids' movie. But I like it when sort of. I think this weird tonality change, wasn't it? Because there's things that she's she's making these little. She's also like Hugh from uh, James Bond. Yes, making little gadgets for for the, for Nanny the fly. But then at the same time, the fly's making him crash a car, and there's is is kind of a weird duality at the time, wasn't there? Yeah, I guess of technology and then just pure physical flyness. Yeah. 
Right. I think another thing that I had, a, I kind of got a bit tired was is that it does try and be, to be too many different kind of genres. Mm. It does tie in. It's kind of a little bit science fictiony, you know, with the fly element. It's obviously got the romanticness about it. It's also got kind of the thriller, you know, killer aspect to it you know the revenge, hunt, revenge coming down and yeah. then some weird spiritual elements yeah the voodoo thing that goes on there and oh, yeah the talisman who shows up for a bit i forgot about yeah him. Well, there's reincarnation first and then second like sudeep has this um, fortune teller person and they meet in a weird creepy cops yeah so i it didn't really have any yeah. it didn't have it didn't really have an identity didn't have any consistency and say, you know i want to be this but I quite like, I mean, again... Smorgasbord. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> we'll do, we're going to do a song and dance number and then five minutes later, you're going to see someone brutally murdered. I think yeah. that's quite f- fun about the constant shifts in tone. But if you look at it, you know, when you see restaurants that have like an extensive list of 100 dishes. You're yes. doing the Gordon Ramsay kitchen nightmares thing of pick one thing, do it very well. Yeah. And yeah. <laughs> I think if you're trying to have that much in it, that ultimately... If your sausage and mash is good, your Thai fish cakes are not going to be yeah, good. If, if your fish and chip shop also does fried chicken and kebabs, it's not going to be... None of those things are going to be well done, sure. So some things I kind of got along with, but then others, I didn't think it just had... It had too much going on to fully flesh out one of the ideas that it could have done with a bit more depth or... I don't think... I just don't think it was trying to. And I don't think, yeah. I think maybe trying to eke that kind of nuances from it is... Is a full bearing in like a way. Picked yeah. one or two or something. You can't apply your preconceived notions to this film, Helen. I think that's it. It's like it's a. F- you shouldn't think too hard because they haven't thought too hard. Well, I, I stopped thinking about it after half an hour anyway. So did you watch the whole thing? Did you? St- I did. did you stick it the out? only reason I did that is because we kind of have to commit to it. <laughs> I wouldn't have bothered otherwise. I think we can guess your scores for quite a lot of these. <laughs> it's gonna score Not going to be great. Should we? We move on to, is there anything else you guys want to say before we move on to the scoring section? I, I want to say, don't go into this expecting a consistent film. Just Or highbrow. Just go into it expecting a romantic comedy revenge drama starring a fly. And just watch that play out. And don't watch the final song. You can get out before the final get song. Get out before the final song. Unless you like that kind of thing. I feel like it... I feel like it... Oh, you know, for... For, for me saying don't think too much about the characters, I think it fudged the character's motivation. He's not hes not a narcissistic fly. Well, maybe, well, yeah, but he just being reincarnated <laughs> as another fly, so maybe the second fly was a bit the more of a jerk. The second fly's a dickhead. Yeah. <laughs> That's the sequel. Yeah. yeah. Eager too, yeah. the dickhead. He's yeah, just, because... like, very entitled. <laughs> In the American remake, Adam Sandler's going to be the fly. I, I love that. Absolutely. I don't think it would be. I think it would be Zac Efron. I think Adam Sandler could be the Sudeep character. Yeah. Yeah. He could be, actually. Adam Sandler is a baddie. I like that. Doing a lot of physical acting. Yeah, he'd be great. And Jack, and in the American remake of uh, Tony Erdman, Jack Nicholson is going to That's be true, in yeah. it, isn't he? And yeah. I can't remember who the woman is going to be. C- Kristen Wiig. Oh, good. Is it really? Yeah, yeah. Well, that's interesting, because Tony Erdman is a comedy, but it's not really a comedy. Like, he, a- is, he is a comedic... He is a character who likes making jokes. Yeah. But it's actually a very sad story about trying a, to reconnect a, with a daughter, a father-son, a father-daughter relationship that's sort of failing on several levels, and 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 about how to live life. Basically, is there a correct way to live? But Kristen Wiig, I always think of being she's she's a good actor, but even like her serious movies, like she did that Welcome, what's it called? Welcome to Me. 
Did you see that one where she she was like played as a sort of mentally handicapped person who got given her own TV channel? Okay, it was meant to be quite a sort of serious film, but because it's, it's Kristen Wiig, it's quite hard to watch her being anything other than goofy. Serious, yeah, you know. And the female character, the daughter character in Tony Erdman, doesn't crack any jokes. No, so it'll be interesting. But uh, and probably it will be less than three hours long yeah, when the Americans make it. it. Sure. Well, it depends if Judd Apatow is making it. <laughs> well, <laughs> he'll, add a, he'll add a couple more hours on. Just just to be like more benevolent towards the characters, whether they deserve it or not. Just because just because Paul Rudd will do some really amazing improv that he has to leave he has in. To keep it in. <laughs> Makes no sense. Nice guy improv. Nice guy improv. Guys, can you hear that crunching? That means it's popcorn time. And we'd love to say thank you for providing popcorn for the show and for you guys here. At Flixwater Podcast, this is this is popcorn. This is popcorn from the popcorn shed. Tell us a bit about popcorn shed, Helen. Popcorn shed makes popcorn from secret family recipes. Although the ingredients are on the back, so you can see what the ingredients are. But it's suitable for vegetarians and gluten-free, which is always an excellent thing. Yeah, but that makes it sound like it's untasty, which is the opposite of what it is. It's super tasty. Hold on, I'm gonna I'm gonna try some. No. Oh. Very 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 delicious. This is salted caramel that we're enjoying. It is salty and it's caramelly and it's tasty. Sam and Laura make the popcorn in their own big pans in a shed. And that's why it's called Popcorn Shed. Go and visit them, guys, at popcornshed.com. You can find out where to get it because it's so tasty you need to try it. Mmm. Mmm. So we're going to go to the scoring system. Helen. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Right, Helen Z. Oh, now I feel like I have to upscore a bit to counteract what, other but, Helen scores. Well, it's it's interesting because recommendability. I would have gone, yeah, everyone's going to love this, and clearly that's not true. Well, I, I'm going to well, before we go into the scoring. I, in terms of the Illusionist podcast, what do you make of the word recommendability? This has I, been a bone of contention. Yeah, it works. Like I know what you mean by it. So also, you've written recommendability. Yeah, so I recommendability. I wrote recommendability, but. You didn't need to draw attention to what yeah, I mean. You literally pointed it out. I, <laughs> I <laughs> noticed. What do you make of this word? And I said, well, it's not the word you're saying. I noticed and I was too polite to mention it, Matthew. I noticed it as well <laughs> at the start of the day. But it's only now that Kobe said, what do you make of that word? I went, well, let's, let's, I can read. <laughs> are you, you going to tell him that you also don't go by the name Matt? Matthew, oh, sorry. I'm fine with I'm fine oh, with Matt. Just, I've, I've you're chilled. just used to it now. I've chilled out in it's old used, age. It used to really make him rage. It used to really bother me, but you but know, life's, he's life's had... too short. <laughs> His 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 uh, youthful um, pith and vinegar is really simmered down. I'm going to go 4.5 because I think most people won't have seen a film starring a fly that does workout sequences. <laughs> I have recommended it to pretty much everybody. When I was still watching it the first time, I was tweeting about it, going, "Somebody, please watch this with me." Yeah, because the, re- the reason you picked this is because you saw it, you and you and your husband. Yes, and you're Who like, also loved I need, it. I need to, I need to talk, I about, need to it. talk about this film. And hopefully we're Sorry, Helen. I'm sorry to make you feel as though 
everything some sort of counsel for you, is it? Needs to come out. Oh, yeah, yeah. Full catharsis. Has, has this been therapy here? for you? I just, just needed to share. Did you have PTSD from watching uh, watching Eager? You wanted to you wanted to deal with it in group therapy. I have PTSD from carrying all of my stuff up and down the uh, yeah, four being flights a of stairs. House. But, yeah, yeah, um, that's, that's yeah. part of it as well. I, I, yeah, I don't know. I think I, I think that I know. I know why you're saying that. It's like you'd recommend it to go. Right, we we both saw that, right? That definitely <laughs> happened. Yeah, I honestly did think I was hallucinating for most of it because I was like, "This has been a really weird day, anyway." But it was real. Have you befriended any flies since you've seen it? No, I still. Have you been kinder to flies? Well, I don't think any of the flies are reincarnated loved ones of mine, so I'm like I'm happy to stay out of their way. But if they're gonna start writing stuff in my tears, I'm gonna be like, leave me alone. The flip of this movie would be that a woman is kind to a fly and he gets reincarnated as a sexy singing man. That's the, <laughs> that's the Princess and the Frog, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> it really pretty much is, yeah, yeah. Princess yeah. and the Fly. <laughs> what, was, so what was your rating for recommendability? 4.5. It's on the spreadsheet. Recommendability. Recommendability. Yeah. I'm going to go for four, I think, because as Helen's proved, it's not for everybody. But did you not feel like... Were you not kind of delighted to have seen it? Well, let's, see, let's hear Helen's score. Doesn't look delighted. I mean... It's not that weird. It, it, in sort of films that I've seen, it's not that weird. I think the execution rather than the premise is what makes it. The, the sort of weird glossiness. The, the multiple the, personalities that you pointed out where you're just yeah. like, what does it want to be? The sung, the sung stage directions. All of that for me. That's like Greek chorus though, Matthew. It, it it's is, like but a 2,000 year old device. It is, but it, you don't see it very often in modern cinema. And that's what I liked about it. I mean, I, who knows? This could be a very, very conventional piece of Indian cinema, but I'm so out of the loop <laughs> with that genre. With, 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 you know, I don't know. I mean, you know, I went in it the same as everyone, you know, knowing the concept. So the, the concept of it wasn't sort of unfamiliar or anything, but I just, I was slightly irritated that it had taken up two hours. Had it been a lot shorter, sure, I feel I would be less aggrieved <laughs> about glad it. you didn't watch the full version yeah. the two, two hours 40 but i think it depends what you, the characters then yeah i mean it depends what you you get out and your personal viewing pleasure with films it's not something that i would seek out and i have watched you know fairly weird stupid films before which i know are stupid and quite happily go with them and we've discussed before you know i quite enjoy things like armageddon which i know are terrible and the special effects now for that would be pretty awful at the time. They're pretty awful then. And I, yeah, I do... Bruce Willis is not even real in that. <laughs> <laughs> he refused to turn up. So I, it's not that all I watch is art cinema and, you know, international films with like five sentences in. I am prepared to watch that. But I just thought probably, you know, the, the bad dubbing didn't help mm. with that to sort of give it, even though it's got very shiny look about it, having that in there made it feel a little bit cheaper so maybe that didn't help towards it and I just felt that it just went on and on and on a little bit and kind of pushed it a little bit further than it could have done it a little bit quicker I don't know who skipped the, skipped yeah, the end yeah I, w I would quite like to have had less of the start yes. and more of the you know sex with flies yeah because yeah, the start bit went on for a long time and it's like, well, when's it going to be the fly? But you don't think it has to establish the two-year-long relationship thing with the... But it doesn't, no, really. It doesn't. No, it could, it's, I mean, it could have just with been the song, like... If you started with the song of him going, I'm going on a date with a girl, yeah. it's yeah. been two years and he dances down. The two-year thing you know. is irrelevant, really. Yeah. Well, they could have just been 
it could just have been in relationship for a long time. That's where yeah. the start point could have been. It's a story within a story, which means you can start it as late as possible. You don't you don't have to ease your way in there. No. Yeah. So yeah, maybe if I'd missed the first bit yeah. and then it'd just been the flies reborn. Yeah. Dances in the bubbles, which I really liked, and then kills him. That would have been a more, in, yeah, done. a more enjoyable experience. But So how does that how does that rank in the recommendability score? I mean, I've been pretty harsh on a lot of films <laughs> before, <laughs> and uh, I don't really know. I don't know who I know who w- would enjoy this. Reevaluate your friends. You've got three people around the table here who uh, had, a, had, <laughs> had a, a great old time. So you don't need convincing. No, you're right. You're right. They liked it out there. <laughs> yeah, the round of applause is for the film. Okay, I'll be less harsh. I'm going to give it two then, because you obviously. <laughs> all right. That's not. Yeah, that's all right. I mean, if there are better films to see about people who get turned into flies. The fly? Yeah. There's oh, one one the better film. That's different, though. The fly it's, is fantastic. The reason for him getting turned into a fly and the fly is different. Yeah. But then I think Goldblum... Goldblum and Sue Deep are, I think, quite similar in lovable, lovable villainness. In I, don't know, I wasn't really convinced by his villain. I just didn't like... Just, I don't know. He was just too much of a pantomime villain. I think he could have done with a, being a, a little, I don't know, a little bit edgier. Do you think it would have been more interesting if he hadn't been a like a billionaire conventional villain villain before he was a murderer? Yeah, he's just, he's completely, from the moment he's on screen, you're like, oh, I hate him. He's horrible. Yeah. And That's But then, we, then we're going back to the, the depth of character, which doesn't exist in here. Not really a problem, yeah. It's, 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 it's interesting because it, 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 his prob- he, he, the reason he wants to get with Bindu is because she's the only girl who's turned him down, which isn't yeah. really enough of a reason to murder somebody. Yeah, murders more than one person. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, basically, yeah, he goes on a he goes on a spree. So I think actually it is madness. Maybe all of it is just like the furniture of his madness. Yeah, that's true. Mm. Maybe this runs deeper I than we realise. Need to go realized. back and reevaluate it on that. I reckon I'm going to give it a three. I think I didn't know what to expect when when you suggested the film. I thought it sounded a bit insane, but then a lot of Hollywood films are equally insane, and it's it's kind of fun. When it comes to things like repeat viewing score, I'm not sure I'll watch it again. I mean, you you briefly said you drew car- a comparison with Ant Man. No, I didn't. In terms of in terms of the premise of how ridiculous it is. But the the thing is with that is that it's in the Marvel universe, so it's it's not ridiculous because you're already in that universe. But that's why I was trying to take a step back. So if some if I took someone to see Ant Man for the first time and they didn't know anything about Marvel, or if if I asked someone to watch the Incredible Hulk without knowing anything about it, they'd go. Okay, so man gets angry, turns into bigger green man, right? <laughs> okay. Yeah, which is and why I think I'm I'm not into the Marvel stuff because I feel like they don't stand on their own anymore. Right. Some of the earlier ones I think did. So that's that was my point about trying to. I mean, I like the concept that yeah. if someone is killed and reincarnated as a fly to carry out the revenge, I just don't think it was executed, and I thought it was a bit heavy-handed, and I don't know. It just. You're right that. You can summarize this film in a sentence. Man, murdered man is reincarnated by a fly to take his revenge, and it doesn't go further than that. It just demonstrates that. If they made the American version with Paul Rudd playing the fly on board, him as Nanny, possibly. It's a slightly different characterization. Could we only have the songs that the fly sings? So the only songs exist 
like the fly singing them and no one else can hear them. So we take away that element. So any any songs are sung by the fly. Well, I'm a fly, I'm a fly, kill, 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 yeah. kill, kill, kill. Well, like, that song was all right. And when he was doing the workout, was he singing then? I he was working out. There was certainly there was certainly some vocals on the music, whether or not they were coming from him. A lot of people listen to motivating music while working out, so you could consider it. As <laughs> I now listen to the soundtrack to Eager when I'm working out. <laughs> I will kill you. I will kill you. <laughs> I've got ten things I need to do today. Kill, kill, kill. Shopping. Repeat. Right. Repeat viewing score. Well, I I have seen it twice, and I think I could watch it once again, but it would be with people that i wanted to see it with yeah whether it was their first time i don't think i would watch it every year for the rest of my life i think over the rest of my life i could watch it two more times with years between them so i'd say three i think it's quite high for that description there yeah I, you don't, <laughs> I don't recommend films very often sure, i was okay. recommending the shit out of this film yeah i think repeat viewing to be honest i probably won't be watching it again. I bet the Crosby family would enjoy it. I think they probably would, actually. Yeah, so maybe I might pop it on at Christmas time. <laughs> get, you know. Give them some ideas. Guys, do you want to watch Only Fools and Horses, That's the Future, or Eager? As a wild, well, as a wild card. Yeah, they've seen the other ones, so why not? Let's try something new for Christmas. So I'm going to say probably two, but it has piqued my interest to watch other films, certainly other films with Sadiq in. <laughs> of which there are 70 of which there are 70 so i'm you know i've got my work cut out it's like when someone recommends you a, a, a drama and they go yeah yeah it's on it's on series seven but it you know really gets going around series four and you go forget it i'm not watching any of that could you get him on flat share slam down sudeep yeah when he's next in town sure oh, i'll, I'll put a I'll, call out to his agents is it, i presume he's at sudeep but twitter <laughs> if he hasn't got that he's uh he's really missed a trick there seems to be a lot of indian film stars who are mononymous because oh. yeah. like there's him and Nani, the other male star of, well, the guy who plays the fly, so he's hardly in it. Yeah, whereas the, the female lead has three names. That's how, that's how obscure she is. <laughs> but what, what's, the, what's the logic of that? They're just the, it's, it's the star it's system. They're so, famous, they're so they famous, they only yeah. need one name. They're Quite easy to remember as well. Sudeep. True. Yeah. You never forget Madonna, do you? Never forget Madonna, never forget Pele. Prince. Cher. Cher, exactly. Adele. Adele. If the system works. <laughs> Surnames at Beyonce. She doesn't need Knowles. Yeah. Hey. Uh, sorry, Helen. Helen, re- re- your repeat viewing score. That's zero. Oh, sorry. That's, that seems fair. No, it seems fair enough. If you didn't enjoy it, we can't force you. I'm going to go for one. There might be a time I watch it again, but I can't think of when it will be. But it's not outside of the realms of reality. It's going to have to do really well on the uh, small screen score if it wants to... Well, I think small screens are difficult to see subtitles. So I think you you probably want to... I think laptop would be as small as you want, but I watched it on the TV. Because also, a lot of it stars a fly, and that is a small thing mm. in a large frame. So you don't want to be watching it on a phone because you'll be like, "What? where is it? What? What is actually sure. the main character doing? But as I said earlier... It's not shot in a way that means you have to watch it in a forum that lets you appreciate the exquisiteness of the framing and the special effects. <laughs> so what do you give that then? <laughs> That's a good explanation of what, you, or of what you're leading up to. So how well does it work? I find this a difficult one to judge because I'm not really sure what, what, what is good out of this, like whether it being on a big screen is good or whether it transferring to a small screen is good. Like what we're is supposed of, to be a good score? Because we're ranking it, we're kind of ranking it within the context of Netflix where you're going to watch things on a small screen. So does it work better on Netflix or would you have been 
would you prefer to watch it in the cinema? So if you prefer to watch it in the cinema, then this is tends to be a lower small screen score. I think this is a living room film. Okay. So I'm going to give it a two. Is that an appropriate ranking? Well, you think, probably say a little bit higher. A little bit higher if you think it's worth. It's not worth going to the cinema to watch it, and you think it works no. well. Yeah. I think, but I would. I think it's better to watch it in company. Okay. It's definitely a film to watch in company, and you will go, "Whoa, <laughs> that's ridiculous." Okay, it's all right then. All right, uh, two point six. <laughs> I'm now more confused about how this scoring works uh, on this one. pick a number. I think, well, I watched it on increasingly smaller screens. I started by Chromecasting it onto my telly, and then I watched a bit more of it on my laptop, and then I had to leave for work. So I watched it walking to the station on my phone, (laughs) Uh, and then eventually I projected it onto the back of a postage stamp, Uh, and that's when it really came into its own. So it works pretty much. It made you feel like a fly watching TV. Yeah, Yeah, basically. Everything would be huge when you're a fly, right? So watching it on a postage stamp would be a big screen. Yeah, turning back into into Nanny. I thought it was... Yeah, I think it was... Didn't, you didn't need to be in a, in, a, in a cinema to watch it. I think this has got, yeah. It's, it's like, it's so, I find it so engaging that watching on a laptop was great. I say like, I don't know, 4, 4.2? Let's do 4.2. Yeah, 4.2. Let's go for 4.2. What are you going for, Kobe? It's Helen's doing this. It's me. This oh, is I'm sorry, this, Helen. This is the one area which, it, I, I, you know, I, I'm going to score it reasonably high. I mean, it does work. I wouldn't watch it anything smaller than a laptop because the subtitles and everything in will be a bit squished. You know, normal TV size, so uh, three? Three? Yeah, I'll give it a three as well. I'll go, I think just the CGI lets down <laughs> a bit for me. You're really hung up on that CGI. Yeah, I really don't think it's, it's not that bad. Is bad CGI better on a big screen where you can see it more clearly or on a small screen where the effect is slightly muted by the shrinkage? The second one. Okay. So, yeah, maybe a bit more. Maybe 3.5. Because I think, yeah, that's where it works is on the small screen. Yeah, I think it looks terrible on a big screen. Is there a score for guilt you feel at making Helen spend two hours of her life on this? Because I feel like... that's off the scale, isn't it? It's a 10, high four it? about that. There's been worse films, honestly. Oh, I know. I, I know there are worse films, but I still don't feel good about, you know, being responsible for somebody losing that amount of time. It's happened alarmingly frequently. <laughs> Sorry. Is it what is happening? Lovely frequently that you've not enjoyed it, and everyone else has. Or it's it's normally if someone's against it, then it's probably going to be me, isn't it? I think uh, there's been than... some there's been some films we watch where there's been people taken against films. I wouldn't to... take it personally. Yeah. At all. No, no, I, mean... I, I don't. I just I feel bad at this uh... turn of events. Yeah. Yeah. yeah this uh, this it's, use it's... of your of your life. It's okay. Okay. Good. Okay. Thank could, you for forgiving me. It it could have been worse. We could have watched the cobbler. Yeah, I think had that. <laughs> if it had been, been the, a double, if because if, if, I wanted to recommend the cobbler. If it had been the cobbler and eager, would we? Would you have shown up today? Would you have, or would we? I don't know because it would have been. I don't know. I think maybe one of the films I wouldn't have got to the end. Well, you never know. I, I might like. Would you have descended into a Sadiq style madness? You'd just be in your, in your fla- flashing, you know, thrashing around for this could imaginary happen to flight. Any of us. It could happen. The film that I wanted to recommend to us, but Netflix had taken it away, was Teen Witch, which oh. I, ha- I hadn't seen since we used to rent it from the video shop like in a the eighties. Sandwich. It, no. No, Matthew. <laughs> Very different video. Like someone who, who, works, who works at a subway. So the engagement score, yeah. since you asked, how difficult would it be if you turn off the film and start watching it? Going on the first time I watched this, 10 out of 10. So 5 out of 5. Sorry, yeah, forgot <laughs> about that. But in subsequent, like this time, like I really think this is a single viewing 
having already given it my repeat viewing score, but that was specific to showing other people the film, despite what I said about feeling guilty about showing Helen the film. Um, I think this like you can get everything out of a single viewing and never go back. Just relish the memory. So just make sure you're fully engaged whilst you're watching it that one time. Yeah, make sure you're so tired you can't move as I was. And this is the film for that time. It's a great film for when you're at your lowest ebb. Yeah, yes. Basically, yes. that's what it is. Helen, you're not alone. You're what, lowest we've, ebb. what we've proved is that Helen is, is you're, you're, living the good life. You're living the good life. You're living high on the hog. <laughs> <laughs> and that's your problem. Matthew. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was a, I thought it was a proper stupid romp. It really made me, really made me chuckle. Um, and I loved, again, like I, I, I thought the, the, the characters were all really engaging and it was really, yeah, I enjoyed it a lot. So I'm going to go with a 4.8. Craggy. So it's going to do, it's going to do okay-ish on the overall score just because of Helen and I enjoying it so much. What I love is the higher our scores, the lower our estimation in Helen's mind is that's, yeah, we've, 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 we've really fucked we've it. Really, we've really botched it, haven't uh, we? No, I mean, this is, this is the reason why we're doing the podcast, uh, the podcast. And this is also the reason why we're not choosing the films, because if that was the case, then I would pick films that I know that I would like yes. and I would enjoy every time rather than, you know, picking something that I haven't seen or looking at it and going, oh, it's only got one star. You know, I'm not going to watch that. I'm not going to, waste my time on that so this is the reason why we're here and you know this is a film that probably people have skipped over this was a critical success this film it was there wasn't everyone who i did go through some reviews it wasn't everyone who um did love it but you know it was a massive blockbuster um it had very very favorable reviews and i guess it's brought different genres to um you know to a bollywood or what is it, Tollywood, that had not been investigated before. Kind of hope they don't do any more like this. Who knows? <laughs> Despite of all these people getting so much pleasure out of this movie, you don't want them to make any more of them. If, if you found out Eager 2 was, was coming out, would you be devastated? No. But I'd, you'd I'd, avoid it like the plague. He's turned into a caterpillar. I mean, <laughs> we've had other films on here that, are films that are made for the sake of sort of being stupid and being ridiculous, and um, I'm I'm not into that. It's not my kind of film. And what other, what other films do you like? Give us an example of a film that you think is sort of made for sake of being stupid. Well, the the Sharknado films right, sure, sure. as as an example. Yeah. yeah, it does. It did feel a little bit like a kind of exploitation movie. It's got of got that sort of vibe to it. Um, uh, eager sort of sensationalism. Yeah, just like let's be brash and big and dumb. But, they yeah, that. but they did it. They nailed it. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm glad that you enjoyed it, all of you. It's great, and it's also nice God, to the guilt scores just like shooting up and up. <laughs> and it's, it's nice to hear why you enjoyed it. But you know, it does come down to personal <laughs> tastes and preferences. I, I can't wait to hear this score. No engagement. I don't want to be that mean. Too you late. Be truthful. Too late, mate. It's not. It's not mean to just. It's not mean to, to express how you feel numerically. Not mean to give your opinion. One. Well, depending on the opinion. Yeah. I'm going to give this actually quite low, a, a two. I was... I am getting I, the Wikipedia out. I did the Wikipedia's IMDb, trying to understand what was kind of going on, why this was made. <laughs> well, and this that is, is a question, just don't even ask it. It's true. Don't ask why. And especially it, because it, is, it has got subtitles and I have no idea what the language is. Mm. Then doing that at the same time, it's kind of half looking at Wikipedia, half looking at IMDb, half looking at the film in some points. 
So that, that kind of indicates that I wasn't fully switched on to it at some point. But I, yeah, generally, I don't think you needed to be really. The film took you out of it just by being itself. Itself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Fair enough. So I say two overall, two for engagement score. Yeah, and so, so I kind of missed a few bits. Like I missed the entire bit where she makes him some shoes. I must have been you think checking the my cobbler. emails. <laughs> uh, no, <laughs> yeah, so I kind of see. So it does demand uh, f- five out of five engagement. It doesn't at all, but but I was very engaged. So I think that gives us an overall of two point nine, which is that's, that's strong. Good. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. all right. Yeah, that's all right. That's all right. What does it score on Netflix? It's like four at the moment. Wow! Isn't Netflix is that based just because on you've our... all rated it for <laughs> recently? Isn't Netflix slightly based on our and what it thinks you'll our score algorithm it. as well? Yeah, it's very weird because we've reviewed films before when before we'd all watch them they'd be sort of one stars and then next time we'd log back in I they'd think, completely change. I think what's happened is when it was eager, it was a lower score, but then when it changed to Maki, the version that we all saw, then people it's kind it. of reset and started again. Do you think? There were just more people that speak Hindi, so Netflix thought, well, this version will get more play. That's exactly right. It. Yeah. In the UK, anyway. Yeah, artistically, wrong decision. Uh, how much does it cost for Netflix to put them both up? Good point. Come and on, then it's Netflix. Divide, it's splitting the viewership. Yeah. Doesn't really matter, though, Listen does it? It's get, it? Probably wouldn't watch both versions. Yeah, I'm going <laughs> Except to. Except I have. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and there are all these other versions that I think I probably won't. I'm not that much of a completist. I, I, I want to find that missing 40 minutes now. That's. What are you doing on Saturday? <laughs> do you want to draw the internet and watch the 40 minutes we didn't see? Slightly. Of course, let's do it. Let's cut it there. That's, so we're finished on 2.9, guys, for Eager stroke Maki stroke the other Indian language names for fly. Yep. I Housefly, wasn't that one of the titles it translated as I Housefly? I, oh. I think. I look forward to the stage adaptation. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, all performing within preceding March. Oh, it's going to be tremendous. Oh, beautiful. You've got to watch it through a sieve. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be quite good, actually. You get the fly goggles. Fly vision. Yeah. 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 When, I watched, uh, when I watched, we watched Lego Batman, and the kids with a with a Batman mask. So we could use that, couldn't That's they? That's cute. Yeah, it was. Fly eyes. Yeah. I found Flies one of those. would be the portmanteau. I found one of those when I was, uh, one of those Batman masks when I was drunk on a train. Wore it all the way home. Loved it. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Just climbed into bed. Just I love. <laughs> <laughs> I like the way you do the gravelly voice, but still northern. <laughs> I love. I'm Batman. <laughs> I'm that bombshell. <laughs> <laughs> Helen and Matthew, can you sign off? And let's yeah, let's know where we can find you on the, across the internets. Well, until I am reincarnated as a fly, you can find me making the Illusionist announce me this podcast. So search for those. The Illusionist with an A, not an I. I make podcasts with my sketch team, Pappies, and they are called Pappies Bangers and Mash and Pappies Flatshare Slamdown, and they're available from iTunes or the British Comedy Guide or wherever you get podcasts. Super. Well, thank you for bringing Eager into our lives. Don't lie. (laughs) Don't end on a lie, Helen. Don't end on a bad song like Eager did. (laughs) Well, cheers, guys. Cut just before the cheesy song, then. It's good good chat anyway. Well, yeah. Thanks so much. Yeah, cheers. Thanks for coming on. Cheers. Bye. Bye. Hi guys, and that was Eager or Maki, depending on what Indian language you know best, as chosen by Helen Zaltzman of Illusionist and Anthony This, and also co-guested, I should say, by Matthew Crosby from all of the Pappies channel. So really hope you enjoyed the show and the choice that they chose. It's a bit crazy, but hope you went with it. Please don't forget to subscribe to us on iTunes. And of course, we want to big up 
Tony and Jay and also Greg, our editors from GL Productions. Of course, please big up Mighty People for the tunes you can hear now. And at the start of the podcast, find us on Twitter at FlixWatcherPod and visit our website, flitswatcher.tv. Catch you later. Hope you enjoy the show. Thank you.